Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. I told her I wanted to get saved tonight, amen. So tonight might be the night. Hallelujah. I'm like, amen. I felt like Sally sells seashores. No, seashells, but that's seashores. I can't even say it. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Well, praise the Lord. Here I am again. Amen. Um, this has had actually been what we were trying to work out was a Wednesday night. Amen. But it turned out to be a Sunday first. So hallelujah. Um, here we go. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm so grateful always. Amen. Um, even though it's um, not easy for me to come and minister, I get in my head too much. Once the Lord and I get going, then it's good. Amen. But it takes me a minute. Hallelujah. So I'm so glad that you guys came out. I'm so glad that you're here midweek. Amen. There's The Lord is always speaking. He always has something to say to us. Amen. He's always aware of us. Praise the Lord. Like we, we uh, heard on Sunday. Amen. He is the God that sees you. Amen. Sometimes we even lose sight of ourselves. Amen. But the Lord never does. And that has to just be comforting and reassuring to you when you find yourself in those seasons that are difficult. Amen. That, you know what, Lord, as long as I know that you know, it's going to be all right. Amen. Father, I just want to honor the Lord. Amen. Honor the Lord that he uh, extended this invitation to me a second time. And uh, honor to the house, amen, and to the pulpit that we get to stand behind and and feed the sheep. Praise the Lord. So I hope the sheep are hungry, amen. I don't know that it's a full meal. It might just be a snack, amen. <laughs> but there's, there's, there's food in the house, praise the Lord. So Father, thank you, Lord God, that your word is here. And, and Lord, just to reiterate, God, on Sunday that you said that you watch over your word, God, that it will do what you send it forth to do, God. So Lord, I will speak it, God, and the, the outcome of what the word does, God, that's in your hands, Father, but we trust that it always does something, Lord. So here we are, Father, open our ears to hear according to the spirit, God, not in our, not in our understanding, God, because sometimes we miss it, God. But in the spirit, God, then we get nourished and we retain it and it accomplishes, Father. So thank you for that, God, that your word is alive in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh my God, you guys don't do that. I think I today I feel more nervous than Sunday. Maybe because you're here. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, amen. Go. <laughs> I know. Right? Hallelujah. So praise God. Amen. Um, so our pastor asked leadership to to touch on the banner, amen. And so we've been hearing about the rooted part um, quite a bit, amen. So I kind of want to touch a little bit. It'll be both, amen, but the building up part, amen, because it's it's two-part, right, to be rooted in him and then to be built up on him. So the title of my message, in case you want to know, is What Has You 
builds you. Amen? And so I'm going to read to you because I have a feeling not everybody read their word today. Amen? Maybe you did. So maybe it's for me. Amen? So we're going to be in Colossians 2, and I'm going to read verses 1 through 15. Amen? And I love how the Apostle Paul, amen, always started off his letters, amen, to the church. Chapter 2, he's already in it, amen, but he's always thankful for the churches, amen. He's always, you know, praying for the churches, amen. He always says grace and peace to the churches of the Lord, amen. So the Apostle Paul, if he was here today, he says grace and peace to you, amen, and that he is interceding for the church, Praise the Lord. If the word of God is alive, then Paul is speaking to us tonight, not me. Amen. So if you have issue with the word, take it up with Paul. Amen. (laughs) Chapter 2, it says, I want you to know how much I have agonized for you and for the church at Laodicea and for many other believers who have never met me personally. Okay, Paul didn't start this church. Amen. There was a brother by the name of... I want to say apophysis, if I'm along those lines, amen. So he is, com- he is writing to the church, says, I want them to be encouraged and knit together by strong ties of love. I want them to have complete confidence that they understand God's mysterious plan, which is Christ himself. In him lie hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Is the Lord. So don't ever think you don't have wisdom and you don't have knowledge, knowledge, because if you have Jesus, it's all in him. It says, I am telling you this so no one will deceive you with well-crafted arguments. For though I am far away from you, my heart is with you. And I rejoice that you are living as you should and that your faith in Christ is strong. Hallelujah. And now just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Amen. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. So you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. When you came to Christ, you were circumcised, but not by a physical procedure. Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, the cutting away of your sinful nature, For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. Come on. You were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ. For he forgave all your sins. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. In this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. Amen. So I read all that to root you tonight. Amen. To remind you tonight of of who you are 
because you are connected to Christ. Amen. As we jump into this passage of scripture, let me acknowledge our brother Paul and his letters written to the churches. They were and still are his follow-up on the churches. They are letters of encouragement, admonishment, concern. They are reminders. They are exposure. Amen. He, he writes letters that expose things that are happening in the church. Amen. This particular letter was sent to the church in Collis in a time when this particular church was being infiltrated by religious relative, relativism. Amen. Fancy words. Some were trying to combine elements of paganism and secular philosophy with Christian doctrine. So in a nutshell, there was paganism, there was secular humanism, there was materialism, and other theories based on science, and they were trying to attach it to the Christian doctrine. Amen? So kind of like anything goes. They were, I guess they were just trying to be inclusive of everybody and so they were meshing all these things it was trying to come into the church and it was trying to move what they had put their faith in amen what we just read amen he he addresses the church and he's reminding them of of what they believe amen they believe on the cross they believe in the fullness of jesus amen but this was starting to creep in and somehow word got back to paul Amen. Like it's, it wasn't like us. Amen. We could just, you know, throw a post out on Facebook. Amen. On Instagram, we could send a text. Hey, Paul. <laughs> amen. Letters took time to get to Paul and to travel. Amen. Back and forth. And so it, it concerned Paul enough that even though he didn't start this church, amen, he was an overseer of the churches. And so he wrote this letter. Amen. Collis was a place where theologians were the elite. Head knowledge was their identity. Their beliefs, though, were shallow. They weren't rooted in solid ground, considering they were elite. Amen? They were not established in anything, let alone in Christ. Paul did not establish this church, like I said, but he was concerned for the body, and so his reach came for them to combat the errors that were taking place. If anyone understood erroneous roots, it would be Paul. He too was a scholar and an elite, and he prided himself in his religious scholasticism. I can't even say the word. Amen. That he was a scholar, in other words. He prided himself in that and the accolades that it brought to his life. Amen. He was known amongst uh, the elders, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, amen. He was a, a knowledgeable man, amen. We know, but we know that all the head knowledge was just that. Amen. He did not know Jesus. He was a religious zealot. Church, if Christ is not the rooted place in our lives, we labor towards this thing called salvation in vain. Amen. We, we have to uh, build up and build in. We have to do both. Amen. Because as we build in, our faith grows. And as our faith grows, amen, there's actions that take place. Amen. We, we are always reminded with Sister Bloom that you build with one hand and you fight with the other. Amen. And so we dig with another hand. Amen. And we build up with the other one. Amen. You're doing both. Hallelujah. 
we build on, if we're not building ourselves into Christ, if we are not rooting ourselves, amen, then what we're doing is we're building on sand. And sand will sink, amen. But we have a foundation, and that foundation is Jesus, amen. He is a solid place. He is a secure place, amen. But when you try to build on anything else, amen, then you have, uh, you set yourself up, amen, to become ensnared. You set yourself up, amen, to be caught up in a riptide and you get nowhere, amen, or, or you just begin to sink into those things, amen, that you might be trying to do, whether in your own strength, in your own understanding, amen. But we have to always come back to the foundation, church. We cannot build on anything else. Hallelujah. Saul was uprooted and then he was pulled down from the lofty position his pride put him on he was built on his head knowledge and not in christ church head knowledge only builds you up heart knowledge builds him up in you saul had to be uprooted and brought down and die so paul could be built up and raised up from the dead Amen. We all came in with an old man and an old woman, mentalities, experiences, strongholds, addictions, brokenness. Amen. We, we, maybe some of us walked in full of pride. Amen. I don't need Jesus. I don't need anybody to control my life. I have control. But we know we were all messed up right we were all in lofty places or broken places amen and god came into your life maybe you were a saul amen that that made fun of christians <laughs> you persecuted christians amen you mocked them i know i did i know i used to just trip out on on christian tv because i was blind just like saul right and so i thought it was the funniest thing until the preacher got a hold of my heart with his words and the next thing you know i'm crying and i'm repenting and i'm throwing away my sin hallelujah because the word of god is alive and it pierced my heart and so god had to bring me down amen i had to get off the throne and come to my knees and say man lord you're on the throne now come into my life hallelujah here Paul is speaking to the Colossian church to open up their eyes to the error of their ways so they would not be moved from their faith in Christ to establish them and root them in sound doctrine of Christ's sufficiency and fullness for their lives to remind them that it was finished on the cross church and so Paul is reminding us of these things tonight amen to stay in sound doctrine amen to remind you that Christ is what is sufficient for your life that everything you need Christ is he is fullness he is the fullness of God amen he was fully God and he was fully man amen there's no lack in Christ there is no lack in faith amen God supplies God is everything that you need and somebody here tonight needed to hear from Paul, amen, that Christ is your sufficiency, amen, the fullness that you need for your everyday life, amen, is in Christ, stay there, don't move, amen, dig yourself in deep, amen, get yourself grounded and rooted again, I don't know what's trying to move you, I don't know what's trying to shift you, amen, I don't know what's trying to confuse you, amen, I don't know what's playing with your head tonight, amen, but the Lord is saying to you, don't you move, stay in that place, stay grounded and stay rooted, 
rooted in what you know. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Jesus has not changed. Amen. The power is still in the blood. The word is still alive. Amen. It still accomplishes things in your life tonight. Amen. Don't move. Don't you go into places of doubt. Don't you get double-minded on the Lord. Not now. Hallelujah. There are things out there that are trying to infiltrate the church. Amen. We hear about the humanism. Amen. Materialism. Amen. Who, you know, these, you hear all these causes today and your heartstrings get pulled a little bit, but that doesn't mean it's the Lord. Doesn't mean it's the Lord. It sounds good. Man, maybe we should jump into that. Amen. Maybe we should get involved. Maybe I should put my hand to that. Did the Lord tell you to? Be careful. The serpent was subtle. He didn't pounce on Eve. Amen. He had a conversation with Eve. He came in subtle. He's crafty. It's a form of godliness, church. But the power isn't there. The serpent seduces. The Bible tells us to be wise as serpents and gentle as doves. Amen. You have the fullness of the Lord within you. You have knowledge. You have wisdom. You have discernment. We talked about what do we see on Sunday. And I know our view of life, of circumstances, of us, amen, it gets obstructed. It does. There's things that get, in it and, and they get in your way, and you can't really see clearly, amen. And we're just there like, man, God, I don't know what you're doing. I don't see what you're doing. God, where are you? And we think we have to stay there and try to figure it out. But if you just move a little bit, he hasn't left, amen. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. But if you just move a little bit, there it is. There it is. He'll, he'll lead you. You'll find it, church. He's with you. You know, he talks about the mystery. Jesus is was a mystery to these people. Amen. But Paul had revealed the mystery that he was not just for, amen, the Jews, but he was also for the Gentiles. Hallelujah. That, that Jesus was fully God and fully man. That was revealed, but it was revealed to the one that put his faith in him. The rest of this um, city, they were just head knowledge. They had not had heart knowledge. They had not had encounter with the Lord but yet there was some there was obviously some that had come in there was a church there and 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 God was concerned for the church because it was trying to move it was trying to come in it was trying to take the ground amen it was trying to shut it down it was trying to move them back to hallelujah he was their truth to be built upon the Gnostic belief was that Christ was not the fullness of God. They didn't believe that one man could be fully God and fully man. That God's power was not fully in him, but it was distributed. A little bit here in the angels, amen. A little bit there that Jesus was just kind of a, a freak, like, a, like, a, like when you spray perfume, amen, an essence, 
but he was not the fullness of God. Uh, they couldn't wrap their head around it. They, they're like, God's too much to be in one man. Amen. And so they had all these other things that they were reaching for, that they were uh, including themselves in. But but Jesus had got a hold of some there in that city. Amen. Jesus, they thought, was just a portion that he he and this was creeping into the church amen church right now in this time in this day that you and i are li living we have so many false beliefs reaching and preaching at this time they are coming for the ground of our minds and our hearts they're coming for our identities and for our foundation some of them sound like harmless things like i said earlier come on humanism who wants to be inhumane who wants to feel like, you know, and it comes at us too. Like, you call yourself a Christian? Where's the church? Amen. But but like I said, we don't have to get entangled in civilian affairs. Amen. We're here to build the church. We're here to solidify people, to establish people in Christ. Amen. Out there, those are civilian affairs. We are not of this world amen we are passing through we are kingdom we are of the kingdom of god amen this is not our home praise the lord amen but our heartstrings get pulled amen we we we, we look at the world and it can entice you or or it can influence you or it can uh guilt you Praise the Lord. I This is kind of off topic a little bit, but I remember there was a young girl that had come in here and, and she was just tormented. And we, I mean, we prayed for her here. We were trying to affirm her in the love of the Lord. Amen. We, we anointed her. We laid hands on her. It went from here all the way to the curb and we were sitting on the sidewalk with her and, and my heartstrings went out like, man, Lord, set her free, right? And in that moment, I, I stepped out of authority and I went into sympathy. And nothing happened. See, you and I cannot sympathize with, with sin, with, with the world, amen, and stay in authority. We can't fix anybody. We can't deliver anybody. But in the authority that we have because Christ is in us. If you stay in that place, if you're rooted in that place, then we can deliver the, the bound. Amen. We can, we, we are anointed church. Amen. To heal the brokenhearted. Amen. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. You're anointed. Amen. And so if you stay in that place of authority, then we can do all things through Christ. But if we give ourselves over to our heartstrings, amen, if, if we shift just a little bit in that direction, amen, then we find ourselves being ineffective at times. You see the importance of staying rooted, staying grounded, holding ground, holding your, 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 your the peace of the Lord, amen. Don't ever turn over your peace. Don't ever give your power so freely, church, by the exterior things, by, by the influence or the opinions of men. We know the Father's voice, and that's the one you listen for. That's the one you lean into. That's the one that you stand in church because there's a whole lot of voices out there, and some of them sound like, man, maybe it's the Lord. You've got to remain rooted, church. 
We believe in science. Come on. But we don't believe in science more than we do the creator. Right? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Don't you move from the creator church. The devil always has a counterfeit. Right? And, and, and that's why we got to stay rooted in the word, rooted in our love for God, rooted in our obedience. Amen. Others have already spoken before me about stewarding the time. Amen. About faith and obedience, about unlocking and overturning. Amen. Those are things that we do because we're rooted in Christ. Amen. We, we obey the Lord because we love him. We can obey the Lord because we're in him. Amen. Once we step into ourselves, when we're, once we're all fleshed out, amen, how obedient are we church? Right? When we know that we that God took the keys to death, hell, and the grave, amen, then we have keys. We have keys in the kingdom to bind, amen, arrest, amen, and to loosen, release, amen. You have authority to do that, church, to bind and to loosen, amen, arrest and set free. Hallelujah. You got keys to the kingdom of God, amen. But if you're not rooted, if you're not grounded, if you don't know who you are in Christ and who he is in you, then you don't unlock and you don't overturn, amen? You end up in a corner and the devil tells you how it's going to go down. But because we're grounded, because we're rooted, we start to build ourselves up. He is saying to us, don't let the false narratives you hear move you don't build on it don't let them erode your roots don't let them bear fruit in you amen don't allow the things that raised you culturally amen the sins of our fathers and the generations before them don't let that be the fruit that you give out church you are a new creation hallelujah not that god is just saying you know today you're this and tomorrow hallelujah you're all together no we know that things are happening in our church amen people are visiting their roots amen they're looking at those things that 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 are surfacing like why do i talk this way why do i react this way why do i respond to that like that amen well they're looking at their roots and they're handling those things amen because they 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 bear fruit but it doesn't last and so they're having to dig a little bit they're having to uproot amen they're having to clean the soil amen they're having to get rid of the the rubble and the mess and the entanglements because they want good fruit and they want fruit that lasts, amen. And so we got to deal with our roots, amen. It's the underneath things. It's the things under the surface. It's the things in your soul, amen. It's the things that molded you. It's the thing that spoke over you when you were growing up, and it's followed you, amen. And it's had a grip on you, amen. But you're coming in the name of the Lord now, and you're saying, not anymore, hallelujah. I'm uprooting those things, amen. Like I said, we got to uproot, amen. First, and then we root, and then we root church. Go deeper in Christ and his gospel truth. Stay church, remain, root, engraft yourself in the body and then build up. Build up not just yourself, but others. We often hear from this pulpit, serve, serve, serve and that sounds like it's saying work 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 but you know what serve is 
help. Help. Help that brother. Help that sister. Everybody needs help. Can I help you? What can I do to help you? We feed sheep, but we need help tending the sheep. Oh, it rang. Stop it. <laughs> Amen. We need help in tending the sheep, church. That's all we're saying. We're not trying to make it work. You know, there's a saying, tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are. Title of my message was, who has you, what has you, not who, what has you is building you, right? We know Jesus has you, but what has you? What has you, your past? The things that you feel like, you know, they're just not going to come around. We talked about what we see. Amen. I, can't, I just can't see it. You know, well, that has you a little bit, doesn't it? Keep your eyes on Jesus. He's all sufficient, right? He's the fullness. There's no lack in him, church. So if you feel that lack has you, then go a little deeper because he'll come into that. He'll grow into that. Amen. If you feel there's a void in you somewhere, then go a little deeper. Amen. And he'll come into that. And fruit will come. And it'll surface. Fruit doesn't grow under the ground. It surfaces, church. It comes to the surface, good or bad. Right? Dang, that sister's got a rotten banana hanging off her tree. <laughs> it won't stay there long. It'll hit the ground, right? But, but but do the work, amen? God's not in a hurry. God God will take his time with you, amen? God will deal with those things. God's concerned over those things, amen, because he came for those things. And he has future and hope for us. God wants to build you up. He wants to build you up, church. He, he came to build you up, amen? He didn't come to tear you down. He came down uh, to tear... He came to tear down the things that have tried to tear you down. That he came to do. He came to crucify those things, amen. He came to make you a new creation. To who you're really meant to be. You know, your roots reveal your edifice. An edifice is a building. Buildings aren't small, church. God's not doing a small thing in you. God's doing a big thing in you. You're a big deal. You're a big deal because you're part of a big kingdom. You're not small. You're not insignificant. You know, you're not... Mm, well, she's all right. No, you're a big deal because you serve a big God and you're part of a big kingdom and a big family. Hallelujah. I'm building you up. You're welcome. 
<laughs> I just threw some bricks your way. Amen. Because God came to build you up today. Yeah, on a Wednesday, he came to build you up. Amen. Because tomorrow we don't know. Amen. So he's building up you, building you up today for tomorrow. Hallelujah. What we give out or build up should help. It should serve. It should feed. It should glorify the kingdom. Right? What do you do with fruit? You eat it. You share it. You put it on the table. Amen? You're not just going to be like, look at me, I'm so full of fruit. It's for others, church. It's for others. The things that you bear up, the things that you build up, amen? Give it away. Give it away. Why do you think they prune? Why do you think they pluck, amen? Because if they don't, it, new fruit won't come. New fruit won't come. We want to just keep all my bananas. I'm going to keep all my oranges. Amen. Feed the house. Serve the house. Encourage the house. Love the house. Be generous to the house. Amen. Speak life to the house. Hallelujah. Here's a banana. Here's an orange. Hallelujah. You want some grapes. God said, of all the trees you can eat. We're not all banana trees. I know we're all bananas maybe, but we're not all banana trees, amen. We're not all the same. We're not all the same, church. Whether we give good fruit or bad fruit, you shall be known by them. Come on. I want to be known by good fruit. Church, the word rooted means complete action. Built up means fastened, developed, growing and fully prepared amen so there's action we got to do something hallelujah we're not just rooted to do nothing to be nothing amen uh he's it's to complete us you know he wants you whole to be built up fasten fasten up because sometimes the road gets bumpy, right? you got to be fastened, established, grounded, rooted, amen. And because you're rooted, because you're complete, uh, amen, then you're developed. Then you grow. And then you're fully prepared. Hallelujah. So whatever winds blow, whatever uh, false doctrines come, we should not be moved. Amen. Stay in, stay set apart, amen. We build ourselves up in the most holy faith, sacred faith, set apart faith. Stay grounded, stay established, stay deepened in your faith. Hallelujah. <laughs> build it big so the world can see who you're